You know, there's this song by Fred Hammonds that says, it's mine. That's what it's called. And it says that all the promises in God's word, that they're ours. This is our segment about faith. But here's the thing. You can't get and receive the promises of God without using your faith. So are you using your faith to get what God has for you? What do you think about that, Ruthie? Well, I I agree with you because, you know, Hebrews 11, 6 talks about um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I know growing up, I always wanted to please my parents because I love them. And Mm -hmm. so if I love God, I want to please him. Now, just think about that. Without impossible, that means there is no way, shape, or form you coming before the Father happy and he's pleased without faith. Impossible to please him. But then it goes on to say, that we have to believe he exists and that he will reward us because we earnestly seek him. Well, wait a minute. You're talking about belief. Wait, you're talking about belief. So my thing is, okay, there are many people out there who believe that God exists. So are they using their faith because they believe that God exists? I mean, the devil believes that God exists. Does that mean he has faith? Well, yeah, he sure does. He's got a whole lot of faith. Really? Yeah, he's got faith in what he does. Otherwise, he wouldn't have such success with people if he didn't have faith. But where is our faith based? Okay. Is our faith based in God or is our faith based in the realities that we see? Okay, so you're saying we can believe but still not have faith because we're believing in what we see instead of having faith in what we don't see. Right. Now, you know, Hebrews Hebrews eleven is a is a chapter all about faith. But let's just think about um the very first verse. Okay. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Oh, okay. So, you know, people say, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, when you see it, you don't need to believe. Okay. Because it's already there. So faith is being sure of what we're hoping for. Okay. So, I mean, you just think about what you're hoping for, but you don't see it. Okay, so say I'm hoping for a new dress. And I don't see the new dress. I don't, you know, I'm looking in my closet. There's no new dress there. Mm -hmm. But I am hoping for it because I know that it does exist somewhere. I don't see it. I don't see it, but I know it exists. And I know the um, another version says, Faith is the substance of what we hope for. Now, substance is tangible, right? Oh, wow. Okay. But we don't see it, the evidence of what we don't see. 
Now there's evidence. Okay, say um, I, I'm in the snow and I see uh, footprints in the snow. The footprints are the evidence that somebody is there. But I haven't seen the person. I've only seen the evidence. So I am hoping, so say it's a situation where I'm lost and I see footprints in the snow. So I am hoping that those footprints, the evidence, which is the evidence that somebody is there, that that person is coming to help me. Wow. Okay. So basically what we're looking at is um, faith. You know, we have to say, what is faith? Faith is substance, substance and it's okay. evidence. And it's evidence. But so how do we really begin to understand about this faith thing? Now, there, there are re the important reasons why we need faith in our lives. Okay, what are and, those? Okay, I'm just going to throw this out. Every time we get slammed with a um, diagnosis from the doctor or we get um, a bill that's way over what we thought it would be like here in Texas for, for example okay. people got, got the gas bills that were hundreds of dollars and it shouldn't have been because there was a leak somewhere and it was on the gas company not um, the problem from the people. Oh, wow. But they got slammed with this gas bill. So what do you do in a situation like that? Because this is, it's stuff you haven't, you haven't done anything to deserve. So what do we do? We go to Ephesians 6.16 and we get our shield. You know, the whole armor of God, we get our shield, but it's a shield of faith. Nice. Okay. So don't have that shield we're going to get slammed with all kinds of stuff and we won't even begin to know how to tackle a situation or how to respond to what's coming against us so what you're so saying is our shield is our faith it is our weapon one of our weapons of warfare the shield of faith right 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 mm -hmm. it's a it's a defensive weapon for whatever Satan is hurling at us, whatever the the natural um, world is throwing at us, it's our defensive weapon to say, no more. I am not receiving this. And now I'm going to use my faith since it's a shield. I'm going to use my faith to um, get rid of whatever is coming against me. I like so that I like the way you say that as it's a defensive weapon because here's the way I look at it. I look at it as okay, your faith 101, you use your faith as a defensive weapon, but in faith 102, you can start to use it as an offensive weapon. Right. At that when you when you're able to to hit it at the next level. You know, I dare say, Ruthie, that many Christians today are really on faith 101. They, they haven't quite gotten to the point where they can use it as an offensive weapon. They're more using it as a defensive 
weapon or not using it at all or it's just stagnating. Right. Because it's important. Romans 1.16 says the just shall live by faith. So if we consider ourselves just and if we consider ourselves righteous, okay, um, it's also in Hebrews 10.38, we will live by faith. Everything we do has to be faith-based. Okay. If we go to the grocery store, um, we're believing for certain things. We're believing for certain prices. We're using our faith to determine our lives. Cool. That's deep. Yeah, because I need my faith so that God will be pleased with me. Just, yeah. just the way I'm, I'm obedient so that my parents will be pleased with whatever I do. Okay. How much more do we want our Father in Heaven to be pleased with us? And that's why it's important um, that we exercise this faith. So, what is this faith? So, let's look at it. Um, people have said faith is the currency of the Kingdom of Heaven. Hmm. Okay. I like that, money. Yeah, money. We all like money, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We want more of it. Okay, so take a coin. A coin always has heads and tails, right? Right. So if I'm looking at my coin and I'm saying um, on the one side is belief, I'm believing, I'm hoping, um, and on the other side is Corresponding action. Okay? okay? My works. Faith without works is dead, according to James. So if I take this coin and I say, okay, I'm going to take my grinder and I'm going to eliminate the head side of the coin. I'm only going to have the tails. Okay. I'm only going to have belief. I'm not going to have corresponding action. I'm just going to believe. So if I take that coin and I go to the store, they're going to tell me this is not legal tender. Uh-uh, not going to work. It's only got one side. So the same way with faith. We've got to have belief and we've got to have corresponding action. So if I say, um, I'm really believing for the stress. I am believing for the stress. I'm believing for the stress. I'm believing for the stress. And I have no corresponding action. I'm not getting in the car and going to the store or wherever to find the dress. Am I going to get the dress? No. Absolutely not. You're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> there you go. I've got to have corresponding action. If I am so hungry and there's food in front of me and I say to myself, I believe I, if I eat this food, I'm going to live. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe if I take this cough medicine that my cough is going to stop. I can believe all day long and I'll be coughing and coughing and coughing. But until I take that medicine and drink it, the cough is not going anywhere. So so the corresponding action to my belief is, okay, I'm believing in this cough medicine. I'm going to drink it, and I know my cough will stop. But, okay, let me, let me, okay, so let me just break this down. But, so it, it makes it seem like you're saying, though, that 
why do we even really need faith if we can just attain whatever it is we can attain through action? You know, I mean, is it is it are we really exercising our faith when we can just do something and then it happens right away? Or are you talking about exercising our faith in something where we really can't see it? And then the court, the court coordinating action is something that kind of takes a step in that direction or it, 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 it's a, it's a, it's an action that says, okay, I believe I'm going to receive. Do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Um, what we have to understand is this is the kingdom currency. So we want to bring the kingdom reality into our natural reality. Oh, so you're not talking about then believing, you're talking about believing heavenly things or, 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 or something that is from the kingdom of God. That's, that's a whole nother level here. Yeah, but, but see, the thing is, Nina, if, if there's a storm coming, and I know there's a storm coming, and yeah, it's in the natural but God has told me that I can speak to this situation to change it. Just like we talked about the last time, our words and the power of our words. Yes. So in, in the spiritual realm, there are no storms to destroy my house or my property or to disrupt my life. Okay. But in the natural, yeah, we, I'm living right here on the earth. Yeah, the storms are coming and the floods are coming and the hail is coming and the snowstorms. But what I can do is tap into this, into my faith. Mm. But it's a, faith is an anchor in the unseen realm, on the other side, in the spiritual realm. Okay. Faith is an wow. anchor that will pull into my reality whatever is in the spiritual realm. Wow. Just like Jesus, just like Jesus spoke to the storm, he didn't 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 just believe that the storm was going to be quiet. He had to stand up and he had to say, "Peace, be still." So, standing up and saying, "Peace, be still," was his corresponding action because he knew that if he did this, he will have the results that he wanted. Got it. Okay. So you know, so we need to connect this uh, faith to what we talked about last the last time about our words because faith since it's an anchor it actualizes what it realizes so faith on the other side sees no storm oh. but when we start believing and we, we say to the storm peace be still which we can do we will bring that peace into our reality. So that faith that I have, knowing that if I speak to the situation, it's going to change, then it act, it's actualizing in my situation. Okay, that's yeah. powerful. Wow. So, I mean, can we apply this faith to anything? What, what are some examples? You know, we, we talked about our words, we talked about storms, what other stuff can we apply faith to? Okay. Um, I always, I'm always believing for a good parking space. You know, Christmas time is crazy. But I just got a, 
I just got um, a message from one of my friends. He's a trucker. And he's up in Pennsylvania right now. I just got this today from him. He's up in Pennsylvania right now. And he said it was crazy. No, no trucks are on the street because of the because of the snow, because of the storm. Mm -hmm. So he was driving round and round looking for a parking spot to park his truck. And so he went to two or three different truck stops and couldn't find a spot because they were just trucks everywhere. And so finally he said, I need to use my faith. Oh, so wow. he, he spoke to, he spoke into the, into the situation and he said, I know the next time I come around, there will be a parking spot. And sure enough, he came around to the, another truck stop and a, one of the guys honked at him and and waved at him because he was leaving. And so he got himself a parking spot. Oh. Now in a situation like that, you know, it, it, for us, it's no big deal to have to walk, you know, from wherever we park to the store. You know, we don't have, we don't have trouble with our legs and our feet. We can walk. But since I'm God's child and he loves me so much and he's going to give me whatever I ask, if I'm in a real hurry, I'm going to say, Lord, I need a parking spot right in the front. You know, so I can run in and run out. <laughs> just for, but I don't know, Ruthie, I mean, just for a parking spot, that may be difficult for some folks to, to have faith for that. Well, um, then what what could be simpler than that? Okay, say you, you, um, you got stranded on the road. Your car um, just stopped and you had to pull off to the side and you were going to call AAA or whoever your roadside service is. And then you said, Lord, please just send a friend. And a minute later, yeah, one of your friends pulls up beside you and says, what's the problem? Oh, your battery or whatever. And so you, you have help. Sometimes you have to think what is the simplest thing I can believe for okay. the simplest, simplest thing I can believe for to to start building my faith okay because what we have to do we have to exercise it it's like um okay I'm not the strongest person on the planet and if I have some really heavy boxes or heavy furniture and I want it moved I'm struggling and struggling and struggling. I can't move the furniture. But my son, on the other hand, who's always in the gym, exercising his muscles, I'll say to him, Daryl, can you come and move this couch? Oh, sure, Ma. He'll come and within two ticks, the couch is moved. Now, the problem is I have not been exercising my muscles. Oh, okay. We have to exercise it in order to strengthen it. Because... I can't come today and say, oh, I'm believing for a million dollars. The Lord is going to give me a million dollars. If I can't even believe for $10 when I don't have $10, then the month is almost over. I haven't been paid and I really need $10 for gas in my car. So you're saying there's like different levels of faith? Like uh, it's kind of like. You start off, you're like a kind of baby faith, and then you have to exercise it and strengthen it. Like, 
for someone, they would be able to believe in a parking space. Someone else, they could believe in uh, a million dollars. Someone else, they could only believe that uh, something even more simple than that, that, you know, their friend is going to call them. Or maybe that may be tough. (laughs) If they haven't heard from a friend in a while, that faith to believe that. But but you understand what I'm saying. There's there's different degrees. Is that what you're saying? And you have to, you're saying you have to, strengthen it you have to exercise it so you don't stay stagnant at ground zero right right and so it's a daily thing um okay so today i am believing that i'm going to be able to find ten dollars because i don't I, i really don't have uh anything right now and i'm believing for ten dollars okay here's the situation my sister my sister had come and um we really needed some extra money so we're walking in the mall and i'm believing the lord for twenty dollars okay okay so i already told him lord i need twenty dollars i am believing you for twenty dollars i know that i gonna find this twenty dollars and it's gonna be good and so we're walking along, and I'm looking down at the ground, and there's $20. No, and what? All, all these people were walking past, and nobody saw it. And so when I got there, I picked up the $20, and I said to my sister, look, we got $20. <laughs> you know, and this was in Fashion Square Mall there in Orlando. You know, so I'm saying, you know, what, whatever... It could be something simple for 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 somebody believing for twenty dollars is a no brainer. For somebody else believing for twenty dollars is huge, right? Because of where our faith is, you know. So it's it's a matter of developing, of developing in and believing for believing for what we need. Okay, here's, a, here's another for instance. Okay. Um, it was close to payday. I had enough gas in my car to make it to payday. It was, I had, all my bills had been paid. And, but I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, I'm going to the grocery store. It's Friday afternoon. I want salad and fruit for the weekend. I had $15 in my wallet. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going into this grocery store. I'm going to Albertsons. And I'm believing I'm going to get all the salad stuff that I need, my my lettuce and tomatoes and and salad dressing. I'm going to get pineapple and grapes and whatever fruit I need for my $15. So I go into the grocery store and I'm looking and I'm putting in my cart. Oh, this is on sale and this is on sale and this is on sale. Well, I got all my salad stuff. I got a whole bunch of fruit and I got to the cash register. And the lady kept ringing this. She said, I didn't know this was on sale. Oh, my goodness. The grapes are on sale. Everything was on sale. <laughs> when, when she rang up all my stuff, it was $14.95. Wow. So I... I said, Lord, you're funny. You gave me five cents change. Oh, wow. Isn't that awesome? 
But it wasn't that I was desperately in need of this. You know, I had this much cash in my in my wallet. And I said, Lord, I'm believing for this. And so he honored it because he said um, that he will reward us because we diligently seek him. Yes. So I'm seeking his face every morning and I'm believing. And so he's giving me what I'm asking for. That is powerful. You know, I'm thinking about many Christians today and a lot of Christians, they don't have a problem with believing, even believing in Jesus, inviting him into their heart, believing in salvation, having faith, because that takes faith. Jesus isn't right in front of them. But then that's kind of where they leave it, where where they leave it. What you're talking about is taking faith and actually applying it in our everyday lives and really walking in the supernatural, pulling provision, God's promises that are in the supernatural out of the supernatural into the natural realm, the everyday life. That is really, really powerful. Because all the father's resources, all of his benefits are only accessible through faith. Yes. So if we if we can believe that he rewards us, it's like if I if I know I'm gonna study real hard and I'm gonna make an A on this test, and um my daddy said if I make an A on this test, he's gonna take me out for ice cream. Okay, I'm a little kid and I'm believing. I'm believing he's going to take me out for ice cream. So I study real hard. I make an A on my test. And when I get home, he says, okay, let's go. We're going to get ice cream. That's the reward I'm getting. But for my father in heaven, the rewards are much, much more than an ice cream cone. Yeah. The re- yeah, the rewards are health. Um. Bills paid. Hmm. No, people may not think it. Um, deliverance from storms and hurricanes and flooding. The, but it's about obedience. It's about seeking His face, faith, and and living the way He wants us to live. Yes. You know. So I'm looking at Mark eleven. That's my favorite. This my this has become my favorite few verses. Okay, eleven from verse twenty-two to twenty-six. It says, "Have faith in God." Well, another version says, "Have the God kind of faith." Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, what is the God kind of faith? Nina, help me out. What What do you think is the God kind of faith? Oh. The God kind of faith is a faith that believes that you can have everything that God intended us to have. It's 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 um it's a faith that imitates our Father and what right. He has to offer us. Which is that's you gotta really you gotta exercise your faith to get the God kind of faith. You gotta practice that to get there. Okay, so if if the God kind of faith is, he says, okay, the sky is blue. 
the sky will be blue. And if he says, I don't like that blue sky. I think I want the sky to be uh, a purple, purplish green. So he speaks it, then what's going to happen? It's going to turn purplish green. Right. That's the God kind of faith. Knowing with surety. Yes. Whatever he says is going to become. So to me, that's the God kind of faith. So Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. If we say to the mountain. Oh, yes. Okay. Go throw yourself into the sea. And we don't doubt. But we believe that what we say will happen. It will be done. Oh, I like it. You so, pointed that out. We don't doubt because doubt and unbelief, that's the opposite of faith. Right. That'll destroy. That's a, that's a faith killer. There you go. There you go. That's absolutely right. It's, so there's got to be no doubt. We have to believe and we've got to say. We've got to say what we want. Now, I have in my Bible here a little a little um, Ziploc bag, a teeny little Ziploc bag with mustard seeds. Okay, because it says if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can say to the mountain and it be removed and it will move. Now, these mustard seeds are tiny. I mean, really, really tiny. So my God kind of faith, if I believe and I have no doubt that what I say will happen, I'm going to have what I say. That's, now, that's powerful. Now, verse 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it. Did you hear that? You have already received it. When you pray, you believing it's already there. We should act like and it, it, right? We pray, then we should act like we've received it. What would you do? I guess you could ask yourself, what would I do if I had received if I received it today? And how would I act? And then act exactly. like it. But then the other thing too is use your imagination and imagine it there. That's powerful, yes. You know, just imagine whatever it is that you believe in for. Just imagine that it's there. And because if we believe in when we pray that it's already done, all we're waiting for is for it to show up in the flesh, in reality, in our reality. In the natural. Right. Because it's already it's already in the kingdom realm. We just have to use our faith, kind of like a um, a pickup truck, to go and pick it up and bring it where we need it to be. You know. So if you if you think about it, faith is your pickup truck to go into God's reality and pick up whatever it is that you need and bring it here to you. Isn't that cool? I want a big, big pickup <laughs> truck that can bring all sorts of things from the supernatural to the natural. That's what I want. I don't know about uh, other folks that are listening, but that's 
That's what I want. So then, how do we how do we use that corresponding action? Because a lot of people believe they believe they believe they believe, but there's no corresponding action. You know, it's like, okay, I am believing my car is going to get fixed, but if I don't take you to the mechanic, it's going to sit in the garage and nothing's going to happen, right? Right. So how do you think I could use that corresponding action to get my pickup truck moving into the spiritual reality to bring it here to me? What do you think? Well, for example, with the car and the mechanic, you can believe that uh, maybe you have a certain amount of money. You can believe that, okay, God, I need to get my car fixed, but this is only have, you know, $200. I'm going to believe that the mechanic is going to do it for just 200 instead of maybe it's $500, something to that effect. You can just, and you say, okay, God, I'm going to believe I'm going to find a mechanic that's going to do it for this amount of money that I have. And I'm going to get in my car and look for, or get, get on, get in my, talk to friends, find a good mechanic, go in and, and believe it's done. My car is fixed for that amount of money. Yeah, that's good. So what I'm going to do now, I'm a little, I'm a little out there. I'm, I'm going to talk to my $200 and I'm going to say, okay, this is, I've got you. You are $200. My car needs fixing and you are going to cover all the expenses for the car. So I'm speaking to the mountain now. Okay. A mountain is a thing. It's an inanimate object. Okay. Okay. My money is an inanimate object, but I'm going to talk to the money and I'm going to tell it what it needs to do. Now, I know a lot of people out there are saying. You're awesome at that, Ruthie, though. You're really good. You're such a good teacher with that telling you and it works let me just tell you all folks when she speaks the things it works i'm just telling you yeah so so you know so i'm talking to i'm talking to the money and i'm going to tell it okay this is what we need and this is where we're going to go and we're going to find the best mechanic and it's going to be it's going to be fixed it's there's there's no issue with that and so now, people will say, you are talk to the money? Yeah, because the money is part of the mountain that needs to move some things in my life. Hmm. Because I'm asking the father with no doubt for the mechanic. And then I'm going to talk to my car. And I'm going to tell the car, you know, you such a good car. You've done such a great job. I know you're a little old and you're getting a little rusty on the corners, but that's okay because you are the perfect car for me and this $200 is going to cover all the expenses for you. Now, a car is an inanimate object, but it's the mountain. It's the mountain I have to talk to. I have to talk to the thing to tell it what needs to happen. Okay, let me... Let me just give you an example. It's kind of it's kind of a little out there. But I had a friend who was going through chemo. And so she oh, said, yeah. would you go with me to my chemo sessions? Mm-hmm. So I went with her. And <clears throat> every time we went, I put my hand on those tubes with that, that poison, that chemo 
the cocktail they call it. And I told it, now you listen to me, you chemo drugs. You can only kill cancer cells. You cannot damage any healthy tissues. You cannot damage any healthy organs. And whatever is left that you need to be flushed out of her body in Jesus' name. Amen. And every time we would go, I put my hands and tell it exactly what it could do. And so um, the cancer apparently had metastasized by the time she had started her, her chemo sessions. But by the time we were done, she went back to the, to the doctor for her scan, PET scans and CAT scans or whatever scans she was having. And they thought the machine was broken. So they sent us to somewhere else, and they thought the machine was broken. But they had just um, done scans on other people, and those scans were fine because they could find no tumors. All the tumors were gone, and all her tissues were healthy. And the, the kicker of this thing is she gained weight during, the, during her chemo sessions. Wow, that, which usually folks lose. lose weight. But she gained weight because none of her healthy tissues or organs were being affected by the, by the drug. So people were looking at us and saying, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just talking to the chemo and telling it what it can do. Well, at the end of the whole session, one lady said to me, would you come and to my chemo sessions with me and talk to the talk to the bag and talk to the to the drug. I said, you can do that. You can do it yourself and tell it what what it is you want it to do. Now, you've got to get your faith to that level where you believe that whatever you say is going to become a reality. Mm -hmm. My corresponding action was talking to the drugs, telling it what it could do what it could do and what it couldn't do. That's the God kind of faith, Ruthie. I mean, that's really living out daily the principles that Jesus did in his right. word. Right. And being what? able to do it because of Jesus. Amen. Right. But you have to have that relationship with him. You've got to know in the morning when you wake up, what it is he wants you to do, how he wants you to speak. And the only way you're going to do that is to know the word. Right. It says, ask the Father without doubting. Meditate on the word. Desire something when you pray and believe that you're going to have it. Mix the word with faith, according to Hebrews 4, verse 2. I've got to know those verses. So when something comes up, and I know I need my faith. I can't be going scrambling through my Bible saying, oh, I got to find, I got to find a promise. I got to find a promise. I need to meditate on it. I need to be in the word all the time. I need to be reading and putting it into my spirit. So when something happens, I can immediately react. You know, you brought up a really good point that, so we build our faith by getting in the word and also right. we have faith to believe that what we say will happen because the faith, our faith is based upon the word. So it's not based upon our own 
right. desire. It's based upon a promise in God's word. And when you base your faith upon a promise in God's word, then you know you'll have what you say. Exactly. Because Romans 12, 3 says, faith comes by hearing yes. and hearing by the word. word. So I, so what I need to do, I need to speak it so I can hear it through my ears. Or I need to put my, my Bible on audio and listen to it. Or I need to just read it out loud to myself. Because faith comes by hearing. And the more I hear and the more I hear and the more I hear, it gets into my spirit. And pretty soon I'm believing. And once I'm believing then I can have corresponding action to go ahead and act. Excellent. And know that I'm going to have what I say. And it kind of comes out automatically, doesn't it? It's just, yeah. it becomes a part of who you are. It gets in your spirit. And so then you're, you're starting to speak. And when you're speaking and talking to your friends, whatever, you speak kind of different because your spirit is based upon a God kind of faith. Right. It's like, um, you know, uh, we were on the, on the road the other day and this lady was, I mean, this was a, just a regular street with traffic lights and she was speeding down the road. She must have been going 70, 80 miles an hour. And this is in heavy traffic and with the traffic lights. And, and then there was a guy chasing her. And the only thing that could come out of my mouth was, Lord, please keep them safe. You know, most people will say, what kind of foolishness? Are these people crazy? But we can't be saying stuff like that. We need to be saying, Father, just protect them. Don't let anything happen to them or anybody else on the road. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So because, because we, we want to loose the forces of heaven, Hebrews 1, 5 and 14 talks about loosing the forces of heaven into our reality. And we have, we have the ability to do that with our words because our words are, have, are powerful. Our words are like, are like um, baskets, the containers that carry our faith. Oh, wow. You know, I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about faith because really everything that we're going to be talking about on the podcast in the future and the words podcast, it's based upon faith. Right. Everything. And Right. Because we, because as we speak, there's power. There's power in our words. If our words are coming from the word, coming from scripture, that, that alone carries power oh, because yeah. God says his word would never come back empty, what will prosper, what it's sent to do. And so we, when we believe that, and we have corresponding action to speak and to act about what we have spoken, then we'll have, we'll have uh, victory in our lives. What's your challenge to folks who are listening who may not be walking this faith walk? 
they may not uh, be exercising faith on a daily basis. What can they do to begin to strengthen their faith and to stretch their faith so that they are constantly pleasing God? I mean, I, I say the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. But I'll tell you what, God knows if our faith is stagnant, he, I'm sure he's not pleased with that either. He, right. he wants to see that's just that's just the nature of God. There's always progressing. There's always moving movement forward in the kingdom of God. There's always new revelation. There's always growth. And so I, I believe he wants that same type of principle to apply to our faith. So what what would you suggest that folks do to continue to stretch their faith on a daily basis? Okay. Um, what I started doing was just finding uh, a verse to stand on. Okay. And then turning it around so that I'm putting myself in the situation. I'm putting myself into the verse. I'm putting it on a little um, three by five card or how or in your phone or whatever. And then I'm speaking that to myself. So I'm saying to myself, I thank you, Father, that I have your kind of faith. I have the God kind of faith, just as Jesus said. Because when I say to the mountain, go throw yourself in the sea, I have no doubt in my heart that he's going to do that. And I believe that what I say is going to happen. And so just that little bit, I'm turning it around, I'm putting it on me, I'm putting myself in it, and I'm speaking that over and over. I'm carrying that little card with me when I go, when I stop at the traffic light. I am reading it to myself. It's, I'm hearing it through my ears because I'm doing it out loud. So I'm saying, I thank you, Father, that I have your kind of faith, the God kind of faith. And I'm, I'm saying that to the mountain that it needs to move out of my way because I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission for the kingdom. And that mountain is going to throw itself into the sea. And I do not doubt and I believe that what I say will happen. And I'm doing that over and over and over and over. And pretty soon, um, when I start speaking, because this is the word, all I've done is I've put myself into the situation. I'm speaking the word, and I'm making sure that it's the word. It's not my own thoughts. Right. And so I'm speaking it over and over and over until it's down in my spirit. So when I'm dreaming, it's coming up in my dreams. Wow. You know, uh, there's a situation and I'm saying, Mountain, you need to move out of my way because I have the God kind of faith. Go throw yourself in, in the sea and, and I have no doubt that you'll be gone. And then when... When you start dreaming the stuff that you've been speaking over yourself, you know Amen. for sure that it's in your spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 This has been awesome. Do you have any more? Just any more nuggets 
of uh, of uh, truth about faith you want to share? Well, all I can say is meditate on the word. Find those promises. Find those promises and speak them over and over and over. Now, the other thing you can do when you wake up in the morning, um, you have kids or your husband or people that are important to you. When you wake up in the morning, you just speak to the Father. I usually say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful that I'm awake. And I'm having faith today that my daughter will have a perfect day, that she will have no issues with the patients that come into the clinic. I'm thanking you that my son is doing well in school, that his, jo his job is the perfect job for him, and that we have a blessed day. I mean, before I'm even getting up out of the bed, I'm speaking that I'm speaking promises over my children, over my husband, and over myself. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Everybody yeah. should be doing this. We want to encourage everyone who's listening. Stretch your faith. Use your faith. Get into the word of God. If you want to know, maybe you're a new believer and you're not quite sure where all the faith scriptures are, go to God's Wow. Email us at godswow at godswow.org. And I want to correct that if I said .com last time. It's godswow at godswow.org. You can email us and we will send you faith scriptures. There's also just some uh, preachers out there that are that, that talk about faith that I right. listen to. Bill Winston is one of them. He's phenomenal when it comes to faith. He'll, he'll stretch your faith big time. There's many other preachers out there who you can listen to also to help build your faith. Please listen to folks that build your faith. Don't listen to folks right. that don't build your faith, okay? There's a lot of folks that um, they have a, a form, form of godliness, but there's no substance when it comes. The Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them, and there's no substance in what they're speaking. There's no substance because there's no fruit. So right. build yourself up with folks where you can see their fruits, that what they're doing works in the name of Jesus. And, and one more thing, and this is it's difficult to do for a lot of people, but sometimes you have to remove yourself from the negative people who are always talking ne negative. When oh, you start building your faith and you start speaking this, they'll say, oh, that's just a bunch of foolishness. What do you think you're doing? Sometimes you have to remove yourself from those people. And pretty soon they may come around and say, boy, I see your life is changing. So just be, be cognizant of the people that you have around you. Surround yourself, if you can, with people that are positive. Because this will help you as you grow your faith. That is excellent. And with that, we're going to say we love y'all. We're having such a good time. Absolutely. In the Lord, because we're just excited about his goodness and his greatness. We bless you. We love you. And go in faith, because we know that faith works in the name of Jesus. Make sure to pull out all those promises that God has for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.